MSW Media. News was wearing daily beans, daily beans, daily beans, daily beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Thursday, December 12, 2019. Today, the Inspector General report hearing in the Senate Judiciary Committee, Lisa Page sues Bill Barr. Times Person of the Year is the opposite of Trump. The Trump kids have court-ordered classes, new 2020 polling, a new filing in Supreme Court Trump tax cases, and a federal judge rejects Trump's wall money grab. I'm your host, AG, and with me today are Jordan Coburn. Hello. And Amanda Reeder. Hello. How are you? Pissed off. Oh, yeah. What, did you watch hearings today or something? Mm-hmm. Well, they just started like 10 minutes ago, right? Yeah, but like also 20 the, minutes ago. The Senate one. Oh, yeah. Also that. That was today, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so right. Does that that like seems yesterday? like it does. Yeah. I was exercising watching that, and uh, that was also infuriating. <laughs> I was exercising watching it, too, and I'm yep. all yep. rage treadmilling. Rage cardio. Yeah. 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 Rage cardio is a real thing. Yeah. Both about politics or relationships or just like personal stuff. Rage cardio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For reals. Mm-hmm. They have like stores downtown where you can break stuff. You like pay them and you can just break shit for an hour. There's also axe throwing. That seems really dangerous. I know, but I it's agree. like a whole setup. I know. I need to do it just to confirm that it's not as easily uh, riggable as it seems for a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Doing some murder research. Oh, yeah. An axe for $40? Cool. <laughs> slice <laughs> don't use a credit card when you buy it <laughs> yeah pay cash for your axe <laughs> that's what you need to know on our true crime podcast mm-hmm. uh so yeah no it's been a really busy day there's a lot of breaking news right now as we speak they are having the hearings uh they open the debates at 7 p.m eastern on the articles of impeachment all two of them uh and you know we'll cover a little bit of that but we'll mostly probably have the news uh, about that tomorrow and then they reconvene again tomorrow at 10 in the morning it's just yeah, so going, many hearings. I heard they're going, the coverage goes until 8 p.m. our time, which means they're going till fucking 11. Yeah. That's so crazy. The thing, and this is an interesting concept, too, is these are the first primetime hearings. Yeah. yeah. These yeah. are the first hearings people can watch that ha- usually have to work that's during the point. day. Yeah, that's a good point. Also, it's wild that even with a daily show, I feel like we can't keep up because it's 24 hours. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, this is coming out on what? Thursday morning uh-huh. and so there's going to be so much that we're going to be like dying to say immediately yeah. after we record this one so yeah and tomorrow's the election in uh, in the UK, UK. yeah well yes. today when, when when a lot of people are listening yes because yeah. today is yesterday yeah so big huge stressful scary situation yeah no big deal just trying to prevent a hard Brexit and protect the NHS no bigs no bigs yeah you don't want to sell it off to Trump because he'll buy no. it oh for sure and uh, yeah, so right now it's December 11th at 4.40 Pacific time. Uh, so we really, we record, we scramble to edit it, and then we release it. We're not a live show or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So by the time we're done recording this, that's when Maddo comes on. But I think they'll be covering these uh, hearings mm-hmm. for yeah, the whole night. So probably. we will uh, talk to you about those tomorrow and, well, today, but tomorrow, after, you know, you know, <laughs> 24 hours from now. <laughs> Uh, whenever you're hearing this. So we do have a lot of news to get to, so let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right, so as we were talking about today, the Senate Judiciary Committee held its hearing about the Department of Justice Inspector General's report on the opening of the Trump-Russia investigation and the FISA warrant on Carter Page, who nobody cares about. Uh, Horowitz said, now I'm not saying I don't care about the errors in the FISA warrant. I do, and they're going to fix them, and that's great, but nobody gives a shit about Carter Page. Um, Horowitz said he spoke to Barr and Durham. This is the big takeaway for me today. This was the bombshell moment because they asked Horowitz if they, because I think it was Dianne Feinstein who brought it up first in her first uh, round of questioning. It might even been in her opening statement, but, uh, you know, they asked him, hey, did you talk to Barr and Durham? Uh, Durham is the other U.S. attorney Mm -hmm. that Barr put in charge of investigating the investigation on the criminal side. And... Uh, he said, Horowitz said, we did, and they gave me no evidence that there was not a predication to open the investigation or that the FBI acted in bad faith. I asked them for any evidence, exculpatory evidence that they had or incriminating evidence against the FBI that they may have to show that we did not have, you know, 
uh, basis of uh, clear articulable facts to open this investigation or that the FISA was obtained uh, incorrectly or or was impacted by bias and they didn't give him anything. Um, that's in direct opposition to Durham's statement that came out last night um, and Barr's bad faith statement that we covered yesterday. You covered that, Jordan. Mm-hmm. The difference is that the inspector general was under oath and Barr and Horowitz were not. So... Either the inspector general lied under oath today about what Horowitz didn't tell him or did tell him, told him that he didn't have anything, or Horowitz lied when he released that statement, or Horowitz didn't release that statement and somebody released it for him last night. It was a, you know, remember, it was like a quick press release from from uh, Durham, not Horowitz, Durham, and it said, uh, you know, basically the opposite, that he didn't think there was enough, mm-hmm. you know, evidence to open. Yeah, that the, they didn't conclude the investigation yeah so one of them's lying and one of them was under oath yeah and uh the hearing went as we expected um except for lindsey graham who railed on the dossier uh which he told mccain to give to the fbi he advised him to do that i didn't he's just railing on old shit Mm -hmm. um stuff we've already gone through and argued and horowitz confirmed that the fbi was already aware of what was going to be the origins of the investigation before the dossier even was a thing. Yeah, the FBI didn't have the dossier at all. Mm -hmm. And he ruled, or he found, part of his findings were the dossier had nothing to do with the initial opening of Crossfire Hurricane. The inspector general confirmed there was no bias impacting the opening of Crossfire Hurricane, but that the wrongdoing of the FBI and the FISA application was not a vindication of the FBI. I agree. Republicans clung on to the FISA issues and the Democrats focused on the inspector general's core finding that the investigation was not politically motivated and that there's no deep state. And additionally, there were no undercover employees. That's what UCE um, means that were placed into the Trump campaign. Right. Thank you so, for spelling that out. You said that yesterday, and I did not know what it meant. Undercover employee. Spies, essentially. Right? Yeah, I was like, spies. They're yeah. not spies, but, you know, mm-hmm. that's what Barr is accusing them of being, and there weren't any. So our whole thing about Priebus being a mole? Nope. Oh, darn it. I mean, he did give a lot of information Who out. Who was the mole? Apparently, there weren't. There were no undercover employees placed yeah. or informants uh, placed by the FBI, so... But the mole still is a thing as a concept that existed, of course. There were multiple moles. Yeah, but well, not, I guess not working tales. For, yeah, yeah, not that working. They were sent there by someone. Right. Well, they were sent there by Jesus. More of a deep throat. Yeah. Than a deep state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and despite the obvious overarching findings that the FBI was not influenced by bias, nor were the conclusions of the investigation, and that the FISA warrant process was not influenced. Uh, by political bias. Of course, the the Republicans clung to that. Um, but my favorite part was when the Inspector General investigation into the FBI New York field office leaks to Giuliani came up. Mm-hmm. And that's the Wiener laptop stuff. That's what forced Comey, I think, to have to reopen publicly the Hillary email investigation. And the Inspector General said they're still investigating that issue. Mm -hmm. Uh, We expected that report out last year. And I'm wondering if they haven't dropped it because of uh, the open and ongoing criminal and counterintelligence investigations into Rudy Mm -hmm. in the Southern District of New York. Put some means on that because it would make sense not to release... Uh, misconduct by the New York FBI field office leaking to Rudy Giuliani if Rudy Giuliani is un- currently under investigation. Right. Especially if maybe Giuliani like bribed people at that office or something for those leaks. Yeah. Or if even if there were just documents of going back and forth where he was trying to get it out of them mm-hmm. and they were willing to do it for free because New York was known as like Trump land, Trump landia, yeah. they called it the New York FBI field office. God. So that's out there too. And I didn't know about that nickname. Trumplandia yeah. for the FBI field office in New York. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, and many Democrats expressed that they have more concern with the political motivations behind the Barr and Durham investigations than they do with the FISA issues raised by the inspector general. And while I'm hoping the inspector general is looking into that, it seems weird that we'd be asking for an investigation into the investigations of the investigation. God, <laughs> this is the most ridiculous he said she said he said she said fucking saga of all time it's exhausting yeah fuck my brain is truly just like mush mine's mush it's like well 
a horrible divorce. It's like it's like it's like you're be- the kids between two. Like Dude, a bad divorces divorce. are easy compared to this. Yeah, fuck, you're right, Jesus. I, I mean, depending I enjoy on depends. divorce, depending yeah. on <laughs> depending on your you know childhood background situation. But no, you know what I, I, mean? I, I don't mean. I mean adults getting divorced no, no, not, right, not, right. not what it's like for children I yeah, don't know yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's like yeah. well we are like the children of the nation right now we are yeah, the it's like, children yeah. of the country we're just yeah. we are we are <laughs> we are the kids <laughs> in America P.O.D. <laughs> we the kids of America <laughs> Fuck. Um, but yeah, no, this is the worst. <laughs> this, <laughs> just, is, this is absolutely the worst I, thing ever. We're sitting here laughing. This is the worst. I, I, it's truly the worst. I, it's me who's we pessimistic would cry today. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. I don't what, have my, what? It's, it's me who's more pessimistic today. I don't have my usual shiny optimism hat on, unfortunately. I'm feeling good. We got a really okay, good, good, good news good. block. That's good. Okay, good. Yeah, the D block. I, I, I did what we did yesterday. Lifting us up nice. here. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, boss. Yeah, yeah. no, but I'm feeling you too. Like, I'm feeling that same thing. When the I was in the gym today, no I was, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I was- uh, Your rage cardio, yeah. I was, yes, I was just thinking, they are failing us so hard. Not Democrats, but just like, existentially uh-huh. all of the events that have led up to this point is just resulting in failing the american people it's really a slap in the face about a lesson that it is our government and we may have failed ourselves yes mm-hmm. yeah and i think a lot of people are really just upset because it's it's hard to take yeah. accountability for that right. apathy as as a whole i'm not saying that we're all apathetic mm-hmm. but it is our government Right. I also have never felt more this way than I do today, and that is Republicans are bad people. Yeah, yeah. Like, the Republicans in Congress are, like, bad people. I truly believe that right now, which is the least altruistic thing that's ever come out of my mouth. Yeah. But that's how it feels right now. In the past, I, I... I thought they were bad, but I could at least understand their point. Mm-hmm. Like I could devil's advocate for them if I needed to. Mm-hmm. I never would, but like I, I could be like, well, here I think is what their argument is. Mm-hmm. I can't do that for no. them anymore. It just makes no sense to me at all. Yes. And it's completely unfair and it's gaslighting. Yes. And their issues are not ideological right now. Their issues are to stay in power at all cost the stretching that they're doing with their arguments and and everything that they're saying and they always have this new you know like now i just heard colin saying something like you're saying that Zelensky is a liar yeah i heard that he, yeah. he tried to pull that yesterday yeah. too yeah and so and it's so, rude that you're calling Zelensky a liar that yes. he would lie and he's saying that that is undermining ukraine actually more than anything that the Democrats think yeah. Trump and his team did to undermine no, no. Ukraine. And the weird thing is, Doug Collins, you actually just called him a liar. Ah, we never said that. Right. You put his name and the word liar in a sentence together. Yeah. And if you think that that doesn't make Putin happy. Yeah. I don't know what will. I know it's not. Sorry, I'll wrap this up. I know it's not conducive to believe that someone is actually a bad person. But it's like, I really don't know what other options are left in my brain. Because it's the facts are there, regardless of whether or not you think there are enough facts. They're not even saying, you know, they're not even taking the Turley position. They're taking way many, like so many other positions like far that down are the distorting road. things and twisting things and lying to people. And it's like fucking disgusting. It's, uh. it's really frustrating. I feel you. I feel you. It's And it's hard, too, because you know what's fair and you know what's right. Mm-hmm. And that makes it d- doubly frustrating. Because sometimes it's like, well, maybe it's my opinion. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. But this is so obvious. Mm-hmm. And then to still continue to be called crazy it's in, and to not even be able to argue that you're not because you'll just get told that you are again. It's just... Like, where do you go from there? How do you argue with a brick wall like that? It's just, it's very frustrating. But right now they are debating the articles of impeachment. Started at 7 p.m. Eastern. Again, they're going to take it up at 10 in the morning tomorrow, Eastern time. Uh, It's expected. 
Republicans will try to amend the articles, strip them down to nothing, but Democrats will eventually not allow it, and we expect the House Judiciary to vote on the articles Thursday. It's still unknown the schedule after that, though. It's expected the full House will vote on the articles next week, but nothing is officially in the schedule. Um, a lot of people, uh, now Mitch McConnell is saying, we aren't going to take this, this Senate trial until after the break anyway, so it might be conducive. At least we'll know Friday, uh, and I'll talk a little bit more about this later in the show. We'll know Friday more about the disposition of the three Trump tax Trump tax cases in the Supreme Court and if they do grant certs and grant stay uh, in the Deutsche Bank case and in the Mazars cases we will have a schedule of how soon we'll be able to get those materials so we'll know better and if, if they're like March fuck it next week vote to impeach see if we can get these things into the Senate trial but there's a lot of different considerations. And then, and then there's people who are like, well, impeach him again. And, and then, you know, that that, that looks, sounds politically awful and nobody wants yeah. to go through that shit again. It's terrible. But, you know, we have to hold people accountable. I just, I don't know. I, yeah. I think we're just going to have to cross these bridges when they come to it. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of so tired. And Nancy hasn't steered me wrong uh, like I thought she would. Um, I trust her now. So I'm sort of just like, Nancy, take the wheel. <laughs> I'm tired of trying to make this train go anywhere, you know? Nancy, take the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> of the yeah. new Carrie Underwood single. <laughs> yeah, I. That's her name, right? Ca- yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh, shit. I'm going to look it up now. Nah, it's okay. I think it is. <laughs> and, you know, I, uh, yeah. Save your thumbs. <laughs> um, yes, Carrie Underwood. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I. I'm also just thinking another round of impeachment. No. What is that going to do? Even though I don't know, but then that's not consistent with my opinion that the first impeachment well, by is necessary. Then, if they if he's not removed by then, and then it gets toward October, then you're like, well, we're going to vote him out in a month anyway, and then we have the satisfaction of voting him out ourselves and taking charge of our government. Why would we want to remove him last minute when yeah. he could be part? It's just I would have way rather they just had a more all encompassing impeachment and done it the one time. There's still a possibility of that. Yeah, we we shall see because it it, it again again it's only the mainstream media that's saying they'll impeach him by Christmas. None of the Dems have said that. Every single time they're asked, they say, well, we don't have a calendar as of yet. I don't know what that means, but it seems to me that everyone seems so confident that I feel like something would have leaked that that's not the plan if it were. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Nancy, take the wheel. Uh, I also wanted to, uh, to mention the nod to Mueller in both articles of impeachment. Uh, a lot of people are upset that Mueller seemed left out. Um, I noticed that I was upset that they didn't have a Mueller article in there, specifically naming explicitly the Mueller articles of obstruction of justice uh, in the Mueller investigation. But that's not quite true that they were left out. Uh, In the first article for abuse of power, the House makes a reference to a pattern of behavior with regards to Trump seeking foreign assistance for his campaign. That is an homage to Mueller. Uh, And again, Mueller says in his report, we have to look at the totality of the evidence. And that is what they're doing in these two articles of impeachment. They're looking at the pattern of behavior, totality of the evidence of Trump. Did he invite Ukraine to, you know, and China to interfere in our elections? Well, he's got a history. And then we have um, the second article for obstruction of Congress. They also reference a pattern of behavior, much like that scene in the obstruction of the Mueller probe. Now, the House is expected to generate a detailed report after their debates and when they finally get their articles together. Get your articles together. And <laughs> they're expected to generate a detailed report and explain the meaning behind those implied references. So we may see actual reference, black and white reference to Mueller in in that report. We'll see when it comes out. And also, we're learning the whistleblower's attorney is preparing his team for a possible Senate testimony. Uh, Inspector General, not because they want to, but because they might be called. Mm -hmm. Inspector General Horowitz condemned the Republicans for trying uh, to out the Ukraine whistleblower. Uh, That was today. So we'll see how that request, which will undoubtedly be made by Republicans, plays out. Many Republicans in the Senate are pushing to vote um, to shut down the trial after opening arguments only. Um, There are 53 Republicans, 47 Democrats. A simple majority could vote to continue and have witnesses be called, which would mean we would need four Republicans to vote to continue to, you know, get past the opening arguments. We don't know uh, in the event of a 50-50 tie if Pence would be allowed to break the tie because that hasn't been ruled on and we simply don't know at this point what happens then. He may have to be physically present to cast a tie-breaking vote or Chief Justice Roberts might cast the tie-breaking vote. 
uh, or he could just rule on it himself. Uh, we'll have to see what happens. But that, I anticipate, will cause a, a bit of drama. Mm-hmm. That They're going to try to shut it down after opening arguments. Um, behind closed doors, Trump is growing pissy about impeach being impeached. <laughs> and the media coverage is bothering him. And apparently one of Trump's advisors has said, quote, frankly, I think he's a little surprised that it's the Ukraine thing that's done it. Oh, God. <laughs> Which begs the question... What does he think should yeah. have done it? What crime should he have been impeached? Well, I'm fr- I didn't think it would be the Ukraine thing. I thought it for sure it would be <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess after getting away with bigger shit, he thinks that that only emboldened him, right? He was testing everyone's boundaries. Yeah. And so he, you know, this is like a classic uh, tactic of someone who's abusive. They're testing your boundaries if they can get away with. And he's like, really? This tiny thing? That was the thing that got me? Well, he did say when he found out that they were appointing a special counsel, oh my God, this This is the end end of of my my presidency. presidency. (laughs) I'm fucked. Yeah, right. So that might be what he thought would take him down. Mm -hmm. I just think that that's a really interesting, oh, this is the crime I'm going for? Jesus. Uh, Fucking Christ. This is a really huge uh, non sequitur here, but just on that quote, the, oh my God, this is the end of my presidency, I'm fucked, I would love if we talk about like bass songs that like rise up like oh yeah yeah um, and then have a, a yeah and Jungle. then have a drop that's like oh, i'm fucked yeah <laughs> <laughs> i want that <laughs> so bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> the lyrics are just <laughs> that <laughs> yeah let's get on it dude can you imagine how fucking crazy I'm a fucked. group of like 18 to 28 year olds would go if they heard that at like <laughs> edc or something oh that's Electric Daisy Carnival for all of you uh, non-ravers. We need to record that <laughs> and play it at our impeachment party. I think mm-hmm. so, too. If anybody, like, makes EDM music, please, I will pay you. Yeah. I am we serious. We have a small budget for the I'm Fucked song. I will pay you. If you, can, if you can drop a beat. And the thing is, you have to edge us for, like, a good 15 minutes with that, with that lead up. Because it took three years. Now, please don't make it three years long. Um, <laughs> But uh, if you slow it down to take three years to play, it is a completely different song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll be right back with another suit filed against Bill Barr. Uh, new filings by Michael Cohen in the Southern District of New York uh, and by the House Democrats in Trump's Supreme Court tax cases. Stay with us. Hey, everybody. Today's episode of The Daily Beans is brought to you by Audible. I am kind of addicted to Audible. They have an unmatched selection of audiobooks with bestsellers, thrillers, motivational books, memoirs, mysteries, fiction... Uh, like uh, Trump Jr.'s book, and more. May uh, My recommendation this week is The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Uh, I loved this book when I was a kid, and the narrator, Michael York, really brings the magic of the, sto- of the story to life, and you can find so many great audiobooks with Audible. Uh, it's an amazing value. Sign up as an Audible listener and get an audiobook credit every month. Get many credits for uh, one low monthly fee. Membership includes one free audiobook a month. That's included. Um, I <laughs> With all the news that's coming out, I'm lucky to get through one book a month, so I have quite a few banked up to save. Um, there's exclusive sales and 30% off regularly priced audiobooks. You can download and access all your audiobooks on any portable device, anytime, anywhere with the free Audible app. It's great for listening at the gym, while commuting, or, you know, I travel a lot. We we uh, listen to audi- uh, Audible then, or during your holiday travels. And with Audible, audiobook exchanges are easy. If you don't like it, swap it out. Um, if you want to recommend one to a friend, you can share any book from your library. And unlike streaming or rental services, this is the best part. With Audible, you own all your books and you keep them forever, even if you cancel. And right now, for a limited time, you can get three months of Audible for just $6.95 a month. That's more than half off the regular price. Choose one audiobook and two Audible originals absolutely free. Visit audible.com slash dailybeans or text dailybeans to 500-500. That's audible.com slash dailybeans or text dailybeans to 500-500. You'll be glad you did. All right, welcome back. Uh, On December 10th, uh, FBI lawyer Lisa Page filed a lawsuit against the Department of Justice, Bill Barr, and the FBI for alleged violations of the Privacy Act related to the disclosure of information about her to the media. Lisa Page claims that the disclosure of her text messages with Peter Strzok to media outlets by the Department of Justice were illegal and improper. Her suit was filed in federal court in D.C., and she alleges the text messages were released to promote a false narrative that she, Strzok, and others had conspired to undermine Trump illegally, and that her texts were released in, viola- released in violation of the Federal Privacy Act without her consent. And they were released to elevate the Department of Justice's standing with Trump. 
um, following the president's repeated public attacks of the Department of Justice and the Attorney General Jeff Sessions. Uh, her suit comes just a day after the Inspector General released his report on the you know, proper opening of the investigation into Trump that found there was no evidence that political bias sparked the probe. So she's suing. Yeah. Um, did, okay. You guys covered this more closely than I did at the time because I wasn't yet on the show. But what reason did the Republicans have or the Department of Justice have for obtaining her text messages? What was the motivation? Obtaining them? I don't know. Yeah. Releasing them is the key here. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, they were done on, some of them were done on FBI phones. Okay. And uh, Inspector General had been looking into the 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 struck page, uh, well, just bias at all in the department mm-hmm. for since 2018. So that's when they found the text messages. Right. And then somebody at the Department of Justice invited the media in to read selected, not mm-hmm. the entire text exchanges, selected text messages taken out of context. They were told they couldn't take notes and they were told they couldn't say that it was sourced by the Department of Justice. They wanted to right. keep their sources, that them being the source, a secret from the public. So, so I that's think she'll win. Illegal. Yeah, I think she'll win. Yeah. Uh, also today, the House Democrats have filed a 39-page document on the application for recall and stay in the Deutsche Bank Capital One case that is set to be considered by the Supreme Court during their private conference this Friday. Um, this is the one that Ruth Bader Ginsburg granted a temporary stay for. Uh, her temporary stay blocked Deutsche Bank from handing over Trump's financial, Trump and Trump businesses financial documents uh, over to House Democrats. And she she had that administrative stay and it's in place until Friday at 5 p.m. Uh, if SCOTUS does not grant the stay, uh, RBG's stay will expire and the Deutsche Bank uh, and Capital One uh, institutions will have to hand over all the documents that were subpoenaed by the House Democrats. This filing by the House asks the Supreme Court to treat the stay request in the Deutsche Bank case as a cert petition, which would let them act on it, as well as the two Mazars cases it will also consider Friday. They're asking SCOTUS to deny the stay and the certs in the other cases. And additionally, they're requesting that if SCOTUS does grant the stay and the certs, to act expeditiously, because there's no reason for SCOTUS to provide any further review in any of those cases. Uh, we will see what SCOTUS decides. And the, and the reason the House Dems gives is, give is a really good one. They're like, look, we're coming up on a deadline here for impeachment. And we need these. Like now. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's, let's have it. Mm-hmm. Let's get on that shit. And uh, so, the, you know, they, they gave some really great arguments, great reasons. I still don't think they're going to dismiss it all. But... Not dismiss it all, but, you know, yeah. deny certs and deny stays. I, I, and just have it go our way. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Um, I think I have my beans on granting the stay, denying the cert in one of the Massars cases, and, and and approving the cert in the other Massars case. If they deny one and approve the other, we get the Massars shit, whether it's through Cy Vance or through the House Oversight Committee. Mm-hmm. But the Cy Vance is a grand jury case, so we actually don't get it because of grand jury secrecy rules. You would have to file suit to get that shit from a federal grand jury, which, as you know, we're still, we still haven't mm-hmm. even gotten to the Court of Appeals in the grand jury Mueller material case, mm-hmm. which was filed in July. That takes forever. So I think they could grant cert or deny cert in the Cy Vance case because he's facing a statute of limitations deadline. Mm-hmm. So that's my beans. They'll, they'll give Cy Vance the Mazar stuff, which means we don't get it. And they'll and, and he can't just leak it because mm-hmm. that's grand jury secrecy stuff. But I think that they will grant cert in the oversight House Oversight Mazar's case. And they I think they will grant the stay in the Deutsche Bank case. Although the guy, the, um, the House made a really good argument today to, to deny it all. And they they should, but I mean, you really just have to give extra consideration to the President of the United States. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but we'll know, the the good news is is that, ir- irregardless, I almost said, just pun- <laughs> I quit. I'm, I will show myself out. <laughs> Regardless, uh, we will know how soon we'll have a much better picture about when we're going to get Trump's taxes in the House of Representatives by Monday latest. Mm-hmm. And that will inform us as to whether or not we should go ahead and impeach him on these two articles now mm-hmm. or, you know, hang back a second. Because yeah. maybe they maybe they they grant cert, but they'll hear the case in January and decide it and, and decide it by February. Then, you know, maybe wait a second. But 
also there's a lot of people who just want to get it over with because yeah. fatigue very is real though, for these financial documents you know it is it's and very it's, soon. it's also very a short amount of time mm-hmm. in the in the span of justice yeah but people are tired yeah true but that's close Mm-hmm. You know, I guess so. Yeah, part of me is looking forward to seeing how far the Republicans will go as as these documents ultimately get turned over and we in like see a twisted way, extent. like a twisted enjoyment. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just fucking insane to watch yeah. them. Their yeah. heads are so far up their ass right now <sighs> mm-hmm. for them to. Th- they're going to shove it up even more because they don't want to see the truth. So it's they're just going to continue to say everything is fine, and yeah. it's going to be insane. It's going to get. So much worse. Yeah, the defenses so when the tax worse. stuff drops is going to be really interesting to watch. And uh, and you know, there's also something we could you know have to realize too that it, we may still have a Senate trial up and running when that when that stuff comes out, and mm-hmm. that could be introduced as evidence um, during that trial. Mm-hmm. Although they're not part of the articles of impeachment, so I'm not sure how that would work. You could deny entry of that evidence because it unless it sort of shows abusive power in the ukraine deal but i don't see it would like i don't know how it'd be like i think you could be like objection relevance if i were a defense attorney i would just yeah let the states just fucking indict his ass yeah i agree uh, and speaking of indicting asses, Michael Cohen, <laughs> Michael Cohen today filed a mess of documents in the Southern District supporting a motion to reduce his sentence for cooperation with the government. In the filing, he estimates he spent about 170 hours providing testimony to over eight government agencies, and that doesn't include his preparation time. He also uh, included his correspondence last month with Southern the Southern District, who were super wary about his offer to cooperate with the U. The U.S. Attorney says our concerns about Mr. Cohen's ability to provide cooperation have not diminished. <laughs> um, according to um, uh, Klasfeld at courthouse, uh, courthouse News, Cohen referred to himself as the John Dean of the investigation in his filing. He grandized, grandized himself. The story is still developing. We'll cover it in depth when we have more information. As we know, Southern District of New York investigation into the hush money payments was closed mysteriously, Bill Barr, by the court and subsequently picked up by the Manhattan District Attorney Cy Vance. And his Mazar subpoena will be considered this Friday in the Supreme Court conference as well. And that's when they'll decide whether to grant cert in that case, which means they'll decide if they're going to hear the case on the merits or kick it back down to the circuit court's decision in favor of the House Democrats. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on in the courts. Friday's a big damn day and nobody's fucking talking about it. Yeah, that's huge. And also, unfortunately, we won't record until Sunday. <laughs> but that's OK. We'll get a big chunk. Maybe I'll do an emergency beans. We we have like a pedicure and a happy hour on Saturday. Oh, that's fun. Some self-care day. Maybe I'll just really be like, hey. I think Friday. I know your schedule, so. <laughs> Friday, Saturday. Oh, Friday is the happy hour. Saturday is the pedicure. Nice. Split that joy up. You're right. It's like birthday presents or birthday Aww. Christmas presents for my yeah, friends. I'm yeah. taking them for pity. Oh, that's so nice. And so, yeah, I might be a couple of mimosas deep. <laughs> getting my nails done and, and getting my toes done and saying, hey, <laughs> y'all, Supreme Court's fucking rad. And then we'll just put that out. Five second episode. Look for it on Friday. <laughs> they might not. We might not get the findings on Friday. Yeah. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg put the um, she she capped it at 5 p.m. Uh, as far as the, you know, the administrative stay. So presumably they'll have answers by five. But sometimes if, you know, they, they don't release their information until mm. Monday, the following Monday. So um, if, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, I'm sure what you're going to say is much more relevant than what I'm about to say. Literally but, not at all. Okay, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> Fuck Trump, exclamation point, is 10 characters, 10 toes. Oh, I see what you're getting. Oh, there you nails. go. I was going to say Fuck something Trump. even stupider, which is if the Sorcerer's Stone was real, I would give it to RBG. <laughs> <laughs> Just so yeah. she could live forever. Did you see yeah. Trump's Thanos ad? Oh, yes. Ew, no. Yes. And I wanted to bring that up. Do you remember a few days ago when I was like, "What if Trump was Thanos?" I wish. Well, I was just. I wish Come that Thanos listen. was a thing. And when he snapped his fingers, half the people went away, and they were all Republicans. Just kidding. I don't want people to die. Do you remember that whole yeah, thing? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. And then like two days later, that fucking ad came out. Yeah, I think they listened to you. It blows my mind. Well, no, the editing involved clearly was a great job. So they must have spent at least mm. a week on that. But it's just weird. They have MS Paint. It means everybody's thinking about death, which is terrifying. Yeah, that's very true. Cool, they just cool, want cool. people to, everyone just wants the other person to disappear. It's fucking scary. All right. Yeah. Well, the rest of the show is, 
The rest of the show's all uphill. I'm g- oh, good. <laughs> Glad we have this new uh, downhill design. Nice. Yes. Yeah, we've got two more blocks, so we'll get to them, and, and they're both pretty cool. So stick around for the happiness, and uh, although I'm sure we'll find a way to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing our fucking best, you guys. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll be like, yeah, but... Mm, Instagram sucks my butt and then you know we'll be right back to where we started I wouldn't let him anywhere near my butt anyway (laughs) moving on (laughs) (laughs) what is the proximity sometimes the things that I say (laughs) there's no filter between my brain and my mouth which is not a great thing when you're on a show but that is what happens sometimes but there is a filter between Lindsey Graham and your ass yes there is correct giant crowbar filter all right (laughs) stick around Uh, we'll be right back with new Quinnipiac polling and I will poll numbers so stay with us Hey everybody, it's AG. To me, the most important part of the holidays is reconnecting with family, sharing stories, reliving moments. uh, Those are the best parts. But preserving these memories isn't always easy. And that's why I decided to give my mom the most meaningful gift, StoryWorth. I gave it to her last year. And it's an online service that helps your loved ones tell the stories of their lives through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal experiences. Every week, StoryWorth emails your family member a different story prompt like what have been some of your life's greatest surprises and what's one of the riskiest things you've ever done. And after one year, StoryWorth will compile every answered question and photos you choose to include into a beautiful keepsake book that's uh, shipped for free. I love that StoryWorth comes up with unique questions I would never think to ask, and they make it fun and easy to connect with family in a really meaningful way. And you never know what family history StoryWorth will uncover. So my mom's been answering questions now for a year. So right around the time Christmas comes around, I'll be able to get that book. They'll ship it to me for free. I can add photos and they make this really nice keepsake. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll give it to her for Christmas or Mother's Day. I don't know. It's just a really great gift. I absolutely love it. I'm actually getting it for three more family members this year. So you should, too. Preserve and pass on memories with StoryWorth. It's the most meaningful gift for your family. Sign up today by going to storyworth.com slash dailybeans. You'll get $20 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash dailybeans for $20 off. You'll be glad you did. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We have new polling numbers from an Emerson College poll in Iowa released Wednesday. Vice President Biden is narrowly in the lead in in Iowa with 23 percent. Bernie Sanders has moved up to second place with 22. Buttigieg falls to third with 18 and Warren is at 12. And Klobuchar comes in fifth with 10 percent. The remaining 15 candidates polled in single digits. There's 15 (sighs) candidates. The mo- <laughs> Still, when did more people get in? That, mean, that means there's that means there's Biden, Sanders, Buttigieg, Warren, Klobuchar, and fifth. That means there's twenty still. Fuck you guys. Um, the most notable changes in this poll from the last Emerson poll is the Warren drop and the Sanders gain. But Klobuchar's support jumped from 1% to 10% in Iowa. Uh, Iowans will go to the Democratic precinct caucuses February 3rd. That's less than eight weeks away to select their picks for the Democratic nomination for president. Here's some little information about the caucus rules. Caucus goers physically go to the caucus. They form into groups behind their top pick. But if their first choice doesn't have a minimum percentage of support, those voters have to leave that group and join with other candidates until a minimum is met. So it's kind of like ranked choice voting, right? Because you, you have to, you stand in a group. If you don't make mm-hmm. it, t- then you, your number two pick, you go to that. Um, so I think that that's a really interesting, that's what a caucus is. 20%, 27% of Biden supporters say their second pick is Warren. And among those backing Sanders, 42% named Warren as their second choice. And of Warren supporters, 51% named Sanders as their second choice. And in a new Quinnipiac poll, if the general election for president were held today, Biden beats Trump 51-42, Sanders beats Trump 51-43, Warren beats Trump 50-43, Bloomberg beats Trump 48-42, uh, Buttigieg 48-43 beats him, and Klobuchar beats him 47-43, and a sack of wet mice beats him 46-41. No, no <laughs> keep going. Uh, this poll also finds, and you're going to, this is amazing. Uh, for voters under 35, they do not like the moderates. 52% of voters under 35 prefer Bernie Sanders. Uh, the next highest from 52% is 17%, and that's Elizabeth Warren. Damn. And I feel Bi- like either Biden, Jordan or I could have told you that. <laughs> Biden has. Yeah. Biden has just. Oh, thanks, because I don't understand things because <laughs> well, I'm too old no, and no, crusty. No, no, no. Not like that at all. Yeah, just, no. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. No, no, really. I just mean, like, honestly, that, like, and it Biden had 11%. Me. Which doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I know it doesn't surprise me. Apparently, either. they are hell bent on having a white male as a nominee, though, with that first poll. Biden, Sanders, Buttigieg. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, there's some good news. Uh, Yang qualified for the debate Ooh, this yay. month. So. Oh, Yang. Yes. I will say Elizabeth Warren's drop makes me a little sad. Yeah. You know. I, I mean, why? Why? Why does that? She waffled on Medicare for all. Yeah. I, I think personally, that's my personal. I, uh, yeah, that's true. That is a correlation for she, sure. She, also, she went a little more moderate on mm, Medi- Medicare for all after yeah. Obama came out and said, we need to be right. smart and moderate. Move forward. Change. And hope. Yeah. That's a good Obama. Yes, it was. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I wasn't inferring that you wouldn't have known that. Obviously, <laughs> I just meant like I have seen. I've actually also seen a trend of people. Yeah, well, who, I could have told you who sang "Tainted Love" in 1982. <laughs> yes, you could have. And I because that's wait, soft sell super. Oh, fuck you. Yes. Oh, nice. Yes, yes. yes there we yes. go. <laughs> you go to karaoke with your wife, who's my best friend. It's not fair. <laughs> yes, that's true. I should pick different songs. Um, <laughs> we are a, we are a, a mixed answer. generation <laughs> couple, Gen X, millennial. Yes. Um, yeah, I've noticed actually a trend from people around our age Jordan where I feel like six months ago people were like you know Warren or Warren or Bernie and uh, people now have like been like mm, I lean towards Bernie now I've yeah. seen this I've seen this happening a little bit um, just based on my own observation so that's interesting I think that's why yeah. and he's leading in California of course mm-hmm. yeah um, I, mean, I have not heard a single person still to this Kamala day say the words I think Biden would be a great president out of their mouth no, but now there's rumors that he's going to pick Harris uh, for his VP. He also think, said he wouldn't run for a second term because he's too old. Been proven in tr- untrue. Really? Yes. I'm oh, pretty sure I also saw an Wait, article. But, uh, according to like he uh, just campaign said he manager, didn't say that campaign manager says we haven't said that, but that doesn't mean that somebody didn't. Yeah. Well, I can't imagine them owning up to that. That would be absolutely devastating to his campaign. <laughs> yeah, I only want one term. But yeah. I mean, well, no, because uh, Gary uh, Brown, Brown won on that. Mm. Uh, our governor. Now that's not a president, though. That's mm-hmm. very different. Jerry Brown, not Gary Brown. Ga- so, Gary Brown. <laughs> Gary Jerry. It's like it's like Parks and Rec. Yeah. Well, my name is Jerry. <laughs> um. Something more to your point, though, about how the top three are currently all uh, white men. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, and this is unfortunate because the reality is, is we do live in a pretty sexist country. Elizabeth Warren came out um, uh, this past Monday, so just two days ago, and she said in an interview that she believes that an all-women ticket will beat Trump, and she's considering Kamala Harris as a running mate. Mm. Um, I, That's I don't, what I want. I, obviously, yeah, that's that would be fucking rad. Actually, but I, I, I want Warren Abrams, and I want... Kamala to be AG because I don't know. That's just I just think that unfortunately, preference. given the fact that this country elected Trump, I don't know that it's progressive now, remember, enough to nineteen percent of Americans. Yes, voted of course. Trump. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know if that was to her benefit, and that makes me sad. Yeah. So, well, um, here's here's some more interesting Bloomberg news, right? Because I first of all, he showed up in that poll, which was interesting. Uh, I don't know if he bought his way into I was it or just not. Say money, baby. But uh, there's m- <laughs> uh, there's more about his money. Jordan, you have yes, this story. More money. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> is he just has coattails of dollar bills just, just making it rain? <laughs> Hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he has suits made out of cash. Yeah. And shit. He should just start doing that. Just wear just money suits. Like, yeah. Fuck you guys. I got money. What do you want? <laughs> you want money? Well, you got to be a good person. That's my... For some reason, I imagine him walking on stage to that Old Town Road song and just like throwing money everywhere. Yeah, um, just trying to reach the youth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Washington Post is reporting that uh, Bloomberg is, he's planning on donating $10 million to support and protect vulnerable Democrats that are in Congress right now who are being targeted by Trump allies, basically in response to the impeachment inquiry. Um, the decisions on how exactly that $10 million is going to be spent are... Uh, going to be in the hands of House Majority PAC, which is the campaign branch of the Democratic caucus, basically. Uh, so Robbie Mook, who's the, by the way, great last name, <laughs> Mook. Mook. M-O-O-K. Uh, Robbie, Robbie Mook, he's the president of that PAC, House Majority PAC. He said that, quote, we'll be able to ensure voters understand how their Democratic House Majority is working on the issues that matter, like protecting access to affordable health care, and reducing the cost of prescription drugs. Hey, so, bop, bop. so right. So that's what they say they're going to do with the money. The, to be honest, though, this is kind of annoying to me, oh. especially now that he's in the race. Because me too. I was going to say, did he drop out? No, he did not drop <laughs> out. He's still in the race. And when you talk about this criticism of like the establishment that is the Democratic Party, it's shit like this that some guy can come in, drop ten million dollars to get this pack to drop 
I don't want to say rhetoric because these are really important issues, but they happen to also be the two issues that he's championing championing in his own campaign ads. Right. So it's like it kind of just reads to me like another avenue to essentially get your messaging in line with the Democratic Party. It seems less like government by the people. Yes. It seems more like government by this guy's money. Exactly. And and, and I'm glad he donated to uh, Dems that are being targeted by the GOP House Dems in yes. their races. Thank you. Thank you. Now, back out of the fucking race. Yes. Like, exactly. I, the money, just like what you said, the money is cool. The issues, great. Very important. The fact that you bought your way to the race and you're continuing to buy influence in front of American voters is just kind of like it just it just seems it's weird gross yeah like in my gut it feels weird well considering like a bunch of cheese yeah (laughs) i mean considering that the fucking battle cry of young people is get money out of politics it seems to counter exactly the message that yes. the democratic base is getting behind right now exactly this is the kind of establishment shit that a lot of people are voters of. are saying this is bullshit mm-hmm. so i don't know maybe i'm reading way too if you're into trying that to get I'm... the 52 percent of the people under 35 that are going for sanders this is not the way to do it exactly and that's probably not who he's going after at yep. all no yep exactly so he's sort of leaving that group behind yep instead of just running for the people i don't know maybe mm-hmm. i'm a little too no, I'm with Mr. you. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Yeah. <laughs> Part of me wonders if Bloomberg being the race only hurts Joe Biden. You know? Uh, doesn't seem yeah, like it. He's in, yeah. first in, in first in all the polls right now. Yeah, I don't know. Just took took over in Iowa, at least according to the Emerson poll. Yeah. yeah. Buttigieg is still number one in other polls. Mm-hmm. Iowa University, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but then on a positive note, Bloomberg has, like you said, donated a bunch of money to candidates and played a really big role in keeping Democrats in office. Mm-hmm. Um, 21 of the 24 candidates he supported in 2018 won. So nice. Yeah. We'll do that behind the scenes. You don't got to run for president unless he's using unless this is some sort of great marketing ploy to get his face and his name and his voice out there bigger so that he can make and generate more interest in the Democratic Party and then just bow the fuck out. Maybe that's his plan. Cool. If so, high five. Nice long game. But that just doesn't feel like it. Yeah, I don't know. And you wouldn't be able to tell us if that were the case anyway. So, Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we'll be right back with the good news block. We have a lot of good news. Um, We need a better name for that. If you can think of one. Tag us on Twitter at Daily Beans Pod and at Muller She Wrote. We'll shout you out. Uh, we definitely need a name for the for the awesome sauce D block mm-hmm. or C. But it, the 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 letter of the block changes depending on how many breaks we have. But the mm-hmm. final block needs to be some final countdown. So we have some requests. So first is we need an EDM song about yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Trump being fucked. Yep. I'm fucked. And, and we also need uh, <laughs> we need a name and also uh, audio transition suggestions for our happy news block. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, uh, audio transitions for the happy oh, news block. Oh, I like block. that. Yes. Like a nice Shiny, little guitar. Happy, mm-hmm. beep, beep, Ukulele. Thing. <laughs> How much would that cost? I could sing it myself. And then it's free. <laughs> <laughs> or Oh, I got it. I got it. What is it? You'll hear it. We'll just do the clip right now. It's so Gen X, though. I have it. I fucking have it. Hello, boys and girls. This is your old pal, Sticky Wizzleteeth. This is a song about a whale. No. This is a song about being happy. That's right. It's the happy, happy, joy, joy song. <laughs> happy, happy, joy, joy. 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 I don't think you're happy enough. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, it's probably not going to work. We can stick a clip in there if we need to, and I'll send you the thing. <laughs> oh, that was fun. All right. Anyway, so we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's AG, and today's episode of The Daily Beans is brought to you by Zola. Zola is the place for all things weddings. Uh, I wish I knew about Zola when I got married because we had to use five different vendors and apps, and it was very stressful and expensive. It was a nightmare. Uh, Zola makes wedding planning easier, less stressful with wedding websites, registries, invites, and a guest list manager all in one place. Zola has a free wedding website design, and it makes it easy to create your site in just minutes. You can add cool features like an online FAQ and an RSVP 
page. You can use a custom URL that you pick yourself and password protection. With the highest rated registry of all time, you can register for gifts, experiences, and honeymoon money, and uh, gifts from other stores. Or you can sync existing registries. You can get free shipping and returns. You have free exchanges, really easy, which you're going to use because your aunt is going to get you something weird, I promise. Um, They have price matching and group gifting. You can shop your whole paper suite at Zola from beautiful, affordable invites to save the dates and thank you cards, all designed to match your wedding website. They'll even help you collect addresses and track your online RSVPs, which is such a time saver. And they do that with their free guest list manager, which you will love. They'll even address your envelopes for free. So that's amazing, too. They have helped one million couples get married, and they'll help you, too. Sign up at Zola.com slash Daily Beans today and use promo code PAPER30 to get 30% off your invites and paper order. That's Zola, Z-O-L-A dot com slash Daily Beans. Use promo code PAPER30 at checkout. You'll be glad you did. All right, welcome back. It's time for the happy, happy, joy, joy block. Jordan, you have the first story, and we uh, congratulations are in order, I'm, I'm understanding. Yes, so time person of the year, you may have heard, uh, but it's going to good old Greta. Greta She's, Thunberg. She is incredible, and I think this pick makes sense to really anybody that was on the internet at all, uh, or just in a city that maybe had a climate strike or have students or, or children that are familiar with everything that's happening. It's She's an amazing, amazing individual who's only 16 years old, started everything pretty much back in August 2018 when she started camping out in front of Swedish Parliament. Uh, this is when... Like, by herself, right? By, yep, by herself. This is that iconic image of her holding a sign that was white, had painted in black letters. Uh, I do not know how to speak in this language. Yeah, don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> but it said school, it was... school strike for climate. <laughs> I must it's school strike for climate. Which I made sound very Russian. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I do feel... Really? It's like Skudostrik for Klimatet? I know. Doesn't... Isn't it like the most cognate like yeah because kind of. germans like that too and sweets of deutsch i would imagine are like like yeah. where's your house Vostein house is it far from here is das weit phone here like it just sounds like you're talking <laughs> about funny. whatever is it yeah but uh but yeah so she started out with that like you said pretty much alone and then just over the course of 16 months just gained an incredible amount of traction she's addressed heads of state at the un she's met with the freaking pope she's uh <laughs> so rad yeah dude. got into internet fights with donald trump and totally just trolled him and owned him on the internet he has a fake time magazine person of the year cover <laughs> <laughs> that he made up himself God. probably with Pathetic charity money shit <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, and she got over 4 million people to join that global climate strike that happened September 20th of this year. Amazing. She's so incredible. She's... She won the Webby when we won our yeah. Webby. She she wouldn't go mm-hmm. there because she wouldn't fly. Exactly. And, the, and I hope they don't print these Time magazines. I hope this is all <laughs> online and digital. God, right. That's so true. It's so important, <laughs> though. She'll I, be didn't, like, I didn't ask no! for this award. I won't be able to sleep at night knowing that I was... <laughs> I, I was printed on all of these trees. It should say that, like, on the front, like, <laughs> Down right. at the bottom. Yeah, Greta did not want this. Yeah. No print. <laughs> this 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 uh, this issue is not going to print. Uh huh. She is incredibly humble, though. Yeah. To that point, I think it was a great pick, particularly mm-hmm. relevant to with. I mean, did you guys see um, this week in Sydney, Australia? I know we have a lot of listeners there, so shout out that it's there's so much smoke in the city from the nearby wildfires oh, that wow. people's smoke alarms are going off in their house oh, constantly. So all over the city, there's mm. just smoke alarms going off. And when you look I outside, there's that. just smoke everywhere. And it's like hazardous air quality levels because of the climate change fueled fires in Australia. Jeez, that is really scary. I did not know mm-hmm. that. Yes. And koalas, though they haven't counted yet, could be effectively endangered. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Koala bears. Where uh, there were tens of thousands. I know. Um, so there were three hundred twenty thousand. Then there were eighty thousand. And who knows how many are going to be left after these fires? But this is the happy block. Yes. So I must oh, also sorry. add <laughs> that. that sorry. Lizzo. Death and destruction. <laughs> and <laughs> no, right. Dying. Um, on the subject of Time Magazine Awards, Lizzo was voted Entertainer of the Year. Oh, which, cool. Fuck yeah. Excellent. Go Lizzo. That is excellent. That's <clears> awesome. Her. What was the other one? Oh. Um, all the whistleblowers and testifiers were like the Patriots of the Year or something mm-hmm. like that. I can't remember what they gave them. But I know it was you're something about of too, the and I year. Don't remember. Yeah, it was great uh, to see that cover as well. So, yay! Yeah. Congratulations, everyone that didn't that and and haha, everyone who didn't get it, Trump. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, also good news, second federal judge, a second federal judge has blocked Trump from stealing another $3.6 billion from the Pentagon to fund his idiotic wall. Lots of that money comes out of the European um, Defense Initiative and European Reassurance Initiative, which were initially set up to protect Ukraine against Russian aggression. And it just so happened that those were the funds that Trump was draining to get money for his wall, much to the, I'm sure, happiness of his good boy Putin. So, but blocked, federal judge blocked. So we'll see where it goes. There's probably an appeal. There's probably more going on. Eventually, the last time he got $3.6 billion from the Pentagon, a judge eventually let that funding go. So to Trump's wall. But we'll see what happens. Uh, all right. It's time for a little schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. All right. Uh, more good news. Yesterday, as you know, on schadenfreude, it was about Trump having to pay $2 million in damages for stealing from his own charity and how Tish James divided it among eight deserving nonprofits who are operating within the law in New York. And uh, today's schadenfreude comes out of that settlement. As it turns out, the Trump kids have to undergo mandatory training seminars to ensure they don't fraudulently misuse charity funds in the future. <laughs> From the New York Times, the orange crotch fruit were ordered to undergo mandatory training. Mando training to ensure they don't engage in similar misconduct. And Trump had to admit that he misused foundation funds to juice up his own campaign, pay off his business legal expenses, and buy a giant $10,000 picture of himself. So... Happy Schadenfreude. That's just Fuck yes. They have to go sit. Can you st- I want that Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Are you listening? Please. That sketch, the Trump crotch fruit in a classroom, trying to take a a course on how to not be criminals. Yeah. I want Kate McKinnon's Ivanka. Yes. I don't this, think we've seen that anyone already. No, I who think did, it was uh, the Ivanka? other. It was the other lady who plays Ivanka. She's got. She's a the brunette. Very funny. Can't remember her name. Oh, it's Cecily, Cecily Strong. Cecily Strong. Yes, Cecily Strong. Oh, yeah, nice. she's red too. She is so good. I think she does Iv- uh, okay. Ivanka, and, and her Ivanka is really great. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Because you need Kate McKinnon to play Eric. No, <laughs> just kidding. The guy who <laughs> oh plays Eric God. is really good. So good. The Eric and Donald are good. Her Pelosi yeah. this week was was pretty good. Not not her best, but still pretty good. It was good. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Trying to distinguish between so many different older white ladies <laughs> <laughs> she was on a they're so subtly different <laughs> she's a little more pumpkin spice and this one's a little more ugg boot yeah um, at a certain age you start shaking in the same way little over here we got yoga <laughs> and then diva cup is a little it's a little um if you need apple s- products <laughs> if you need soothing content lemon um like nice <laughs> nice soothing content um, there's a Netflix series I really love called Breakfast, Lunch, and Dinner with David Chang, who did the show Ugly Delicious. And it's just like him traveling to various cities, like hanging out with his celebrity pals, like eating and talking shit. And he did a really interesting um, episode with Kate McKinnon in Cambodia. Oh, cool. And she was talking about being on SNL. And she was like, I love it so much. I think it might kill me because I'm obsessed with being perfect. Oh, yeah. She was like, this is so important to me. This is my like patriotic act or whatever. Uh-huh. And I just love her so much. Uh, she's the best. You'll anyway. be all right, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> Just you're not like a blue she situation or anything. Viewing so. my love for her, she's amazing. Yeah. She's, Hoping she's listening. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent amazing. Everything I see her in, it's just I can't I say enough nice things. Yeah. yeah, and it's you know like I said, laughter is very important. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it is. Yeah, so I tweeted that. Did you see um, what's his nuts? Caster walk into the hearings with a grocery bag, yes. a reusable grocery bag, and pull his binders and documents yes. out of the grocery bag. And I retweeted that just with o- OMFG. Yeah. I was like laughing. Like, this is just so funny. Whether you like him or hate him, this is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, you need to stop, you know, uh, you, you have a responsibility because you have a big following. You need to stop amplifying nonsense that doesn't matter. And, I'm, and I, I just wanted to say to this guy, like, would you say that to Trevor Noah or would you say that to Jimmy Fallon? Is this guy presumably a liberal or I don't know. I didn't look at their stuff. Mm, yeah. But what do you why are you even wasting our time? <laughs> I'm like, look, it, like you got to be able to laugh. Would man. you say this to Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Yeah. I just feel like. I don't know. I Maybe felt like it was a, sexist a little bit thing. sexist. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is really dumb. Sure Special. Is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Stephen Colbert retweeted that same thing with like a joke with like a punchline to it and it's fucking hilarious. It's funny. Because it's so goddamn funny. Also, the fact that <laughs> it's just funny. I can't remember those bags for the life of me when I actually go to the grocery store <laughs> to seeing him show up with it in Congress. <laughs> <I know. laughs> <laughs> it's so 
Like, now's the time you remember to bring <laughs> that bag. Like, closet liberal. He believes in climate change. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, also, I didn't even think about that. Not to be like, <laughs> don't tell her. That's true. Republican counterpart. I'm sure. It was, I'm surprised it wasn't just like five, like a five layered Walmart plastic bag. <laughs> okay, so here's my thing. Not to be not to be classist because there are people out there who can can't afford supporters like a backpack or a suitcase, right? Like not to be classist. Yeah. However, right, right, right. Yeah, pretty sure if you work in Congress, you can probably afford a briefcase. Probably. Yeah, yeah, but you don't, I don't, I'm not even like, look at this piece of shit. No. I wasn't even that. No, no, it no, It was yeah. just like, this is so funny. It's the subtlety of it being a reusable grocery bag. That's yeah. just so funny. And then he pulls legal documents out and he's throwing them down like, throwing his crumbs all over them. Like, throwing his juice box. Like, he just can't be bothered to even fucking be there today. And it was just so, it was, there's just something so funny about it. I wanted people to have a minute of joy. God, like, sue me. Well, you see so many images of like attorneys in courtrooms whether it's in the movies or if it's actual footage of a courtroom when they come and they what the first thing they do is put their briefcase on top of the table so when it's a fucking grocery bag it's just so funny because it's like I've never seen that in my life right like it's just such a caricature yeah right like Whoa! I, like I could develop a character, like a female that guy, yeah. and just ha- have that be a hilarious character, yes. and not in the concept, not in the context of it being a, a, a Republican lawyer or anything. Just mm-hmm. yeah. that person is yes. fucking funny. It's, I agree. Candles. You know? I agree. Yes. <laughs> yeah. True. Oh, so good. I guess that's my final thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my final thought is to circle back to me saying Republicans are bad people. I would like to amend that statement. Okay. Uh, I would uh, just in the spirit of ending on a positive note, I would like to amend that statement to say that I believe that there are incentives to act in a shitty way and to convince yourself of believing untruths and promoting those untruths that are very present. Those incentives are very present. And I do not think that they are inherently bad people. But I think they're entirely lost. Yeah, I just don't know that there's a way to exactly. appeal to their mm-hmm. better angels. Yeah. If, you yeah. know, to quote right the second most favorite Republican president in history, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> Do you see that poll? 53% uh-uh. of Republicans think that Trump is a better president than Lincoln. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Wowzer. And on that note, my it's final because technically thought. Lincoln was a Democrat. Right, yeah. Oh, parties kind of like flipped. They were like, well, he let the black people go. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> Not so mm-hmm. good. Literally, probably why. Uh, mm-hmm. so the first few states are coming up really, really fast, and so uh, for primaries or yes, for yeah. the primaries, oh, for all, the Democratic what, what's primaries. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, and I have signed up to a phone bank next Wednesday evening for my Ooh. candidate of choice, which nice. I'm excited about. Yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna head down there to their office with my laptop and my phone, and I'm gonna go be with a bunch of other, um smelly liberals and i'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so i just if you have the energy we or, have native deodorant you can bring it excellent oh yes plug. perfect Pl- plug the free one native, native <laughs> deodorant, um, you can get a discount code through mother shoot <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's a uh, weird no, plug no. it makes Fair no sense no, no, i mean no. well i mean look organizers and activists are often smelly <laughs> yeah some of the most effective activists i knew in college didn't wear shoes one day yeah that i ever saw them <laughs> and somehow managed to be taken seriously which i think is a real metric of progress that's fucking rad good. and you, i mean you do yeah. have to realize that you know there's yeah. a lot of people that are woke about all the shit and chemicals and contaminants and oh, crap yeah, yeah, that yeah, they yeah, put yeah, in, yeah, in, totally. in in most products and, yeah uh, i'm not going to do a commercial for that deodorant right now but uh and you know it's a lot of work door knocking is so much work yes it and is. and and I'm thank you for phone banking. Yeah, yeah that's fucking yeah, awesome. I'm excited. It's I gonna be vote, rad. So yeah, I'm excited. And if this took a turn. I don't really think you're all smelly. I don't want to show up there. People being like, <laughs> "Listen, we fucking showered for you." <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm doing. We that. listen to your show, and <laughs> you can go phone bank for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, it's not uh, Joe Biden, in case you're wondering. Uh, assuming yeah, that's assuming not that it wasn't where you were going. <laughs> um, no, it's not. She did. She did. She was very cryptic <laughs> yeah. when she introduced mm-hmm, that. Wasn't the she? Well, you know, I can't have people. It's Bloomberg. Judge me too harshly. Phone banking for Bloomberg. <laughs> hey, what's up? Doesn't matter. He's rich. Bye. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, sorry. Got to get off this phone. He just bought it along with all the other phones. <laughs> <and> phone <laughs> bank scripts for different candidates would also be a good Saturday Night Live. Oh, oh, fuck yeah, that would be funny. Anyway, I'm doing that. If you have the time or the energy or the resources to be able to contribute, it's really getting down to the wire. And your candidate of choice could use your support. So you should make that happen. 
Thank you. Yeah, welcome. Whoever your candidate really choice cool. is. Unless they're the Republican. Yes. Why? And then why are you listening? Yeah. Also, donate to Tedrakov. Kov? Cobb. Never forget what a piece oh, of crap. Oh, Tedrakov. Yeah. Yeah. Stefanik is. I no. donated to her again today. Mm-hmm. I, f- I forgot for a second. That's Elise Stefanik. Like, that's the woman who went batshit in the hearings. Never forget. Never forget. Never forget her. <laughs> <sighs> Until she's kicked out and then we can forget her. Yes. Yeah. She'll be gone. Yeah. And, um... Amar, Campa Najjar. Mm-hmm. He's also a good one to campaign for. Yep. Because Duncan Hunter just resigned. <laughs> and uh, Daryl Issa, I think, is going to run for that seat. And he could probably do well there. Yeah. Uh, knowing that group. Yeah. Knowing, yeah. The, knowing the, just the demographic of the voters, not that they're smelly or unsmelly or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just them. Mm-hmm. Listen, I say smelly only because we do live in Southern California and we got a lot of hippies. Mm-hmm. And I'm more than likely. I actually into thought some... it was an homage to them pounding in the hearing today on uh, Struck and Page saying they were in Walmart and they could smell the Trump supporters. That's actually what I thought you were joking about. So. <laughs> no, but that's that's relevant. And 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 that that Lindsey Graham took it to mean literally smell the Trump supporters when it was probably like I could just smell the Trump support in the room. You know, mm-hmm. it was probably not a commentary on how people smell. No. <laughs> and so yeah, so th- that's our show. Um, I love the good news block at the end. Um, let us know if you have a name for it. Let us know if you have a song for it. I think I'm with the Happy Happy Joy Joy song though. So, uh, hit us up at Daily Beans Pod. Oh, and we are just about at ten thousand followers. We get ten thousand more. I'm gonna pick one person. We're gonna come have lunch with you or dinner. Dinner and cocktails probably. We'll fly to wherever you are. Lower forty eight. Uh, and it's free. All you gotta do is follow us on Twitter at Daily Beans Pod. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. So. Uh, we've all done our final thoughts so everyone just take care of yourselves take care of each other take care of the planet and take care of your mental health congratulations Greta Thunberg Time Magazine Person of the Year I am AG I'm Jordan Coburn I'm Amanda Reader and them's the Beans The Daily Beans is executive produced and directed by AG and Jordan Coburn and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazell and Starburns Industries our marketing manager executive assistant production and social media direction is Amanda Reader fact checking and research by AG Jordan Coburn and Amanda Reader our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. And our website is dailybeanspod.com. <laughs>